0: Hello guys, it has been a while but I am back with episode 19 of the Beat Your Backlog podcast, a podcast discussing the things gamers like to put off, get to another day, and oh yes, we'll definitely beat later their backlog. My backlog has, uh, yeah, it's been growing ever longer over the last couple of months. Uh, I don't know if this is the same for you guys, but I always feel like over summer I play less games. I guess it's because summer, you know, it's warmer, you're outside, you're on holiday, you're doing things, uh, you spend less time inside playing games. Uh, That's been the case for me. Um, The last game I actually finished was Final Fantasy 16. And then there's been a few games that I started over the last last couple of months that just didn't really get their hooks into me. Um, I started Starfield, played that for a few hours, um, and kind of trailed off, I would say, um, not that I wasn't enjoying it, it was just very much like a, you know, you know, and, uh, kind of like a Netflix experience, where you open up Netflix, you see hundreds and hundreds of movies and series, and you think, I don't know what to do, so you spend time looking around, what you could do, what you could do, and then in the end, you decide, actually, I'm, I'm tired of looking. I don't want to watch anything now. That was kind of my very first experience with Starfield. Kind of like, okay, I have this vast infinite universe to, to explore and um, I don't know what to do. So Starfield is one What I think over Christmas, if I take some time off work, I'm going to try to get back to, put a lot of time into because I, I love Bethesda games. I love the idea of Starfield. Hopefully by then there's a few patches that update it a little bit, make things, especially the kind of the, the, the quality of life stuff a little bit better. But yeah, I never quite got into it. I got into another game called uh, I think it's called Maria's monster or Mara's monster or something like that which is like a very cute indie game about um Kind of a bit like Undertale where you fall into a an underworld of monsters uh, as this little girl But this little girl somehow whenever she cries she can kind of make it, it kind of Starts to cause an earthquake and possibly destroy the monster's world So it's this really kind of cute story about this this little girl this monster that she finds who um yeah befriends her and kind of makes her not want to cry because if she cries she's going to destroy his world and it has this really cool idea uh, or kind of cool combat where you play as the monster which is kind of like this end level boss he has like nine nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine health um so he's overpowered but in the battles every time he takes damage it makes the little girl a bit sadder so if she gets too sad she cries and the game ends so it's kind of this really cool mechanic. It's, it's, it's a short game, again, it's one, I, I took it uh, on my Switch when I was traveling somewhere, played the first few hours and then uh, and enjoyed it and then just kind of never got back to it. Um, so yeah, it's, that's kind of how my summer has been. Uh, interesting to know how your summer was. Did you play a lot of games? Because there has been a ton of games that came out over the summer, a ton of top quality games. I'm sure your backlog has grown just as mine has. So yeah, let me know what you've been playing. Um but yeah this has kind of changed now as as the winter is setting in or, or autumn is setting in, you know, the nights are getting darker and colder, making me want to spend more time indoors. And uh yeah, I decided okay, well what game can I play? What what would maybe get me back into gaming? Something that's not too hard, something that's not too uh time consuming, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna try out uh, Mario Wonder. So yeah, today we are gonna be hopping, skipping and jumping our way through Nintendo's excellent Mario Wonder. Um giving a game a subtitle like Wonder. Uh, could seem a little pretentious uh, with the words kind of setting your expectations to be that this game is going to wow you It's going to show you something that you've never ever seen before And while I don't think Nintendo exactly nailed the I've never seen this kind of mechanic or this kind of theme in a game before They certainly, uh, they certainly added a lot of mechanics uh, that have never been seen in the 2D Mario before Which uh, yeah is, is really kind of interesting how how they kind of created this game does new mechanics, paired alongside beautiful visuals, fantastic music, and a sense of exploration lacking in more modern 2D Mario games. And of course, the sparkle of Nintendo magic makes Mario wonder, well, to put it simply, wonderful. So what's changed? Uh, Because I've never actually been a fan of the 2D Mario games. And and to be honest, I'm I'm not really a big fan of uh, 3D Mario games either. I've always tried Mario games, but it's just, again, it's just not been really games that got me in. Like I played Odyssey, I got probably 95% Uh, of the way through odyssey i think i got to the moon which is like the last world never finished it um the 2d mario games as well i'll talk about those a little bit later but again especially the modern ones never really got into so yeah what 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 spoke to me about mario wonder and uh yeah let's see what what kind of changed has it changed my opinion on the 2d mario games and mario games in general let's find out in this episode of the beat your backlog podcast So as I alluded to before, uh, I've tried a lot of Mario games, um, new ones, the originals, and I've got to be honest, I never grew up with the originals, like I wasn't a Nintendo kid as a kid, Uh, my first console was a PlayStation 1, so I, I never really got into 2D platformers at all and then when i did it was more kind of later on in like the indie sense and by then the 2d platformer had kind of evolved into you know like a metroidvania or a roguelite or kind of uh, games like shovel knights dead cells like those kind of those games where there was 2d platforming but that wasn't the only mechanic in the game so yeah mario games have never really been uh, been a big part of my life like I remember when I got the, the the first DS the DS well I don't think it was the first one it was the DS Lite I think I bought the, the new Super Mario Bros and kind of played it and enjoyed it but didn't think it was anything special like even back then it just felt a very kind of like bland game like very much like okay here is like a safe PG or, or I'm not sure how you call it in the US but you know safe for children game like nothing in it is is really that Creative, in a, especially from a visual pers- uh, perspective there's nothing there that would like offend anyone if you know what i mean like everything in it was just like okay kind of nice colors these kind of rounded almost kind of play-doh like uh, characters and yeah and it was mario and i think I, I finished the first one but was really just like i just rushed through it and again finished it and was like yeah i don't really get this <laughs> this game and then I tried a couple of the other ones on the 3DS as well. The the, the second uh, new Super Mario Bros. And then I think I had the one on the Wii. And those ones I, I really just bought. Uh, I actually bought them for my my now wife because she she played Mario on the on the Game Boy Color back in the day. I bought them for her to for her to play And And I tried them and was like, yeah. I, again, I'm not really I'm not really into these kind of games. And. Um, yeah so it kind of makes me wonder myself why I was so attracted to Mario Wonder and and I think if you've if you've listened to this podcast or you listened to the Switch Indie Fix podcast back in the day you know that a lot of games are how I'm driven towards a game is usually the visuals and when Nintendo first showed Mario Wonder um, that was like the big thing that spoke to me and said like okay this is different like they are, they are trying to change something to maybe bring in new players or maybe bring back the players that kind of fell off during those those years in the Wii U and the 3DS because the art style looked absolutely, absolutely gorgeous and it was just different. It's just not what we've seen from Mario for the last 15 years or however long it was. Um, and I really think that Nintendo is kind of on this, is is like snowballing with Mario. You know, they, they brought out Mario Odyssey, which was seen as a massive, massive success for 3D Mario. Uh, they brought out the Mario movie, which was seen as a massive success for not just like video game movies, but also animated movies. I still think now uh, it's the second best-selling um, movie of 2023. I think the only one above it is Barbie, but I might be wrong there. You could let me know. And then they also, you know, they're moving into new kind of ventures with the with the, the Nintendo World theme park, which is also a massive success. And it's also very heavily based around Mario and the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, so I think this is Nintendo trying to step that game up for the 2D Mario and say, okay, now we have this top quality or at least top quality looking 2D Mario game that is up there with Odyssey. It's up there with the movie, it's up there with the theme pack. And it's it's gonna be up there to stand alone as, as the next kind of wave of 2D Mario games. So um yeah I mean 2D Mario it always sells well like you just have to look at the the one the remake that they brought from the Wii U over to the Switch I think it sold something crazy like 16 or 17 million units so 2D Mario always sells well I think players always want to play 2D Mario but I don't think they've ever, they've been they've been wild by 2D Mario for a while you could say there's no there's been no wonder to 2D Mario for a while and I'm sorry for kind of the wonder puns there's going to be a few in this uh, episode so just uh yeah Grit your teeth and enjoy it. Hopefully, um, so yeah. So I think, my uh, speaking of the Wonder Nintendo giving it a name like Mario Wonder, like I said in the intro, is like a statement. Like this game is going to wow you in some way. It's going to make you kind of excited for for the game for what's going to come next. And I think to be fair. They mostly nailed that. There's some bits where they, I felt like it was a little bit misleading from what they showed us in, in the trailers to what actually happens in the game. But we'll get into that later. First, let's talk about what is Mario Wonder. So the story in quotation marks is a typical Mario story, uh, but this time it's not set in the Mushroom Kingdom, it's set in the Flower Kingdom, which of course the evil Bowser has taken over. Again, a very typical Mario story. It's nice that he didn't—he doesn't kidnap Peach uh, in this one. It's more like he just takes over this this castle and turns into a castle. Again, typical Mario story. Um, so yeah, so you you are visiting this this Flower Kingdom as the whole team of Mario characters because that's one of the, the features of the game is that you can play. pretty, I think there's like twelve characters to play from. You can play as Mario, Luigi, Peach. You can play as three different Toads, three different Yoshi's. I can't remember if Daisy's in it or not. I don't think so, I think it's just Peach. And then there's uh, Nibbit, the rabbit. So maybe not 12, but there's like, maybe eight characters you can choose from. All of the characters I think are more or less the same. I think some characters have a little, like the Yoshis have a longer jump, but I think Luigi and Mario, for example, are more or less just the same character. It's just like a different skin on top. Uh, I don't think they have any extra uh, movement or or kind of like skills, like in some of the old games. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I only played as Mario throughout my whole playthrough. So if again, if that's not correct, let me know. Um, so yeah, so you you choose one of the characters and you get teamed up with Prince Prince Florian, who is the prince of this kingdom, who happens to be a, a caterpillar, and he he teams up with you because he has the ability to give Mario special powers by equipping things called badges that can be kind of bought and earned and found throughout the Flower Kingdom. And the way the badges work are they're kind of your um, your abilities. So you know, like in most um, Mario games, there's there's like a triple jump and there's an extra long jump and there's a, a dash. In this game, Mario has a very set skills, kind of like the guy from Taken. And uh, you equip these badges to give you this one additional ability. So for most, when you start off, you, which you might've seen in the adverts, you get this kind of floating hat ability that lets you f- kind of glide. Um, and you can use your abilities by pressing the R trigger. Um, there's lots and lots of abilities to find. Some, some really change up like, mario's movement and kind of jump and speed and everything and then some are more kind of like there's one that gives you more coins for killing enemies there's one that uh starts you off with a mushroom so like they're they're a really cool way to tweak how you play the game like if you want to tweak tweak it to play in a very specific way by enabling a triple jump or if you want the game to be a bit easier, you can give yourself like a, an ability that gives you more, yeah, like I said, gives you more coins. There's one where if you fall into a pit, it bounces you back out of the pit. So stuff like that. Like it's like kind of like a really cool way to do accessibility without having like a menu that says, do you want the game easy, medium or hard? So it's it's a really cool setup. Uh, and that's kind of what Prince, Prince Florian does. Um, so yeah, so Mario's goal is to kind of go through the the, the flower kingdom, which is split up into six main areas the first one is called pipe rock plateau the second one is called fluff puff peaks third one is shining falls uh, fourth one is some big desert fifth one is fungi mines and then the sixth one is deep man the bog with a seventh area which is the final area that you fight uh, bowser from the names you can kind of guess that they are very typical mario worlds uh, but what is really cool is how um, the game has kind of changed up the overworld, so the overworld isn't so much more now. A you know, you move from one level to another. The open the, there is aspects of that in some of the levels, but there is also an a, a kind of open world aspect to the overworld where you can move around in some areas. You can go look behind buildings, and there might be a coin there, or there might be a, a pipe. Like there is a character in this game hiding who keeps getting lost. You can probably guess who it is. Who if you find him, you get some some, some more coins uh, for for finding him. And uh, yeah, the the overworld is really, really kind of uh, exciting to explore because one big thing I I, I know about 2D Mario games is there are a lot of secrets or a lot of hidden levels. So adding this exploration to the overworld really makes you want to explore and want to find these things. And it's it's not necessarily finding them because of your skill in the game. So like collecting the coins, collecting uh, these things called wonder seeds, which we'll get onto a little bit later. It, it really is like, okay, how much you explore, you find more, which is really cool. And again, uh, kind of the art style of each of the levels looks gorgeous. Like they're very much like, you know, uh, Pagprop Plateau is kind of, is brown and green with the rocks, Fluff Puff Peaks is very pink and blue with clouds, Shining Falls is kind of blue and gold. Like they're very distinctive in, in, in color, in design, the way you kind of move around the world. Like some are very vertical, some are very horizontal, really, really cool. Each world is, is really nice to kind of explore. Um, and the aim of Mario is to, uh, to get each of the six lands is to, is to find this thing called the Royal Seed, uh, which is hidden somewhere in, in each of the lands, usually in a final area uh, or a final level, which has a boss in it. Uh, to get the Royal seed, you have to wait, make your way through a number of levels to collect these things called Wonder Seeds. Um, and Wonder Seeds are kind of like, I don't, like I said, I, I always, I remember from the older... 2d Mario games you always had uh, you you collected the free gold coins in the level This is uh, I guess the wonder seeds are more like stars from from Mario Odyssey. There's usually um, Depending on the level but like a standard level usually has two there's one that you have to kind of find within the level um, And then there's one that you get for getting to the end of the level um, so yeah, it means that to get to the boss area at the end of the level it might tell you okay, you need 15 uh, wonder seeds so then you have to go through a number of levels and find 15 or if you like me i actually my my goal for the for the game was to find every wonder seed in every level that i went in because yeah again we'll get on to it later i just really enjoyed exploring um sorry about the the bangler i really enjoyed exploring the world and exploring the levels and finding the wonder seeds was really uh wonderful um because they they are a, a huge part of the game as you can probably guess from the name um and yeah like i said so when you find enough you can unlock the final level uh also within the levels you can find these these so there are two kind of currencies in the game there is the regular gold coins which when you get to 100 gives you a, a, a one up and there are flower coins which you collect and can spend in stores around the world which then uh you can use to buy more one ups you can use to buy um wonder seas, and you can also use to buy badges uh usually like the badges that are additional to help you so if there's like like for example one where it shows you secret blocks in the level like you can buy those for for uh, flower coins and there's also bits where there might be i don't know a bridge that needs repairing in the overworld and you pay 50 coins and you can repair the bridge and then that opens up a new section and lets you um play more levels uh, so yeah so there are, are the 10 uh, 10 coin flower coins uh, there's three in each level kind of like the traditional 2d marios and uh, you can kind of find those to try and get everything out of the level um, so yeah, so it's it's kind of a bit of what we already know from 2D Mario plus this addition of these wonder seeds, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, like when I first started playing the game though, I had a very similar experience to uh, the other 2D Mario games where I, I just wasn't getting it. I was just like, I understand, like you go through these levels, you look for these coins, you look for these seeds, but I'm like, I, I just don't really understand why why I'm doing this. Like it's, I mean, the platforming is fun, But what I found myself uh, doing was that I was just crawling through the level looking for all of these secrets and then ended up just like jumping down holes because I was like, yeah, maybe the secret's down here or just getting killed because I would be, you know, trying to look around the space I was in and not noticing an enemy come up behind me. And I was like, yeah, this doesn't feel like fun exploration to me. This just feels like, Like I'm, you know, like in the old adventure games, like, like pixel, uh, what's it called? Did they call it like pixel crawling or pixel clicking? Like I'm looking at every aspect where maybe I could jump up to get the secret. Um, and I just felt like there was something really missing from the game. Like something where I was like, okay, I kind of get what they want, but I'm just not enjoying it. I just took a sip of coffee there. Um, so, uh, and it kind of got to the point where i was like yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put this game down for a little bit and get back to it later which <laughs> over the summer meant put the game back down and never ever play it again um but that kind of all changed when i was like "There was just like well there is this online mode like i wonder what that is like because i'd seen people on twitter saying like oh yeah the online mode really changes up the gameplay and I was like, ugh, online mode, I don't want people messing around in my game. But the online <laughs> mode is, is really good and I think it really saved the game for me because how it works is you have, um, or at least how I had it set up was I had ghosts in my world. So it's like you, you you load into a level, there can be up to four players in that level and each of three of the other players are kind of ghosts. So you see them moving around, but they can't really affect your world. Uh, so it's kind of like you are playing all together. Each of them is in their own level, but you can see what they're doing in that level. And they also have these things, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like signs which you can place down and they can be used as checkpoints. So if, if there's a difficult sequence where you might have to do a, a few difficult jumps, you um, you can place a sign there and if you fall off, you kind of respawn as, as an actual ghost and then you can fly back over to the sign and it will respawn you. But what's really cool is ha- that people use these as kind of signs to be like, oh, here is a secret. So playing with other people, uh, and I think this is kind of what kind of game you are. Maybe some gamers like that challenge of finding everything, but for me, playing with the other people, it just made the exploration way more fun because it meant it gave you like this teamwork kind of feeling of like everyone is in this level together, everyone wants to get to the end, and everyone wants to find as many secrets as possible. So it just it just kind of really, and, and I think it's only Nintendo that can do this online because on you know usually when you play online with strangers, it's so toxic. But with Nintendo, just how they do it, like just not letting people really communicate <laughs> um, just makes it way more like collaborative. Like everyone wants to achieve the same same goal. So everyone is willing to help each other. And it just made it so much more entertaining for me. And another thing was like, yeah, I kind of took my gas off the, the, the brakes a little bit for, for the, the pressure because i i knew i wasn't gonna 100 the game so I, I was kind of like why am i chasing the 10 the 10 coin flower coin or whatever it's called because uh i the game gives you way too many flower coins anyway i never had enough that um i never you know i never had enough to buy what i wanted so i was like okay i'm just gonna go for the wonder seeds because the wonder seeds uh give you like this 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 experience within the game and I'm going to leave the coins. And that was also something that kind of was like, okay, if I leave the level and I haven't found every single coin, then that's fine. As long as I get the, the wonder seeds for the level, then I'm happy um and that just really just 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 changed everything up like the game just felt more alive it just felt way more fun like i said it just felt very collaborative and uh it was quite interesting as well seeing the other characters in the game like the like seeing peach seeing luigi it felt way more like uh, i guess how it was on the wii when the game first came out and it first introduced kind of multiplayer but it wasn't it wasn't annoying like no one could mess up your game i think there is a way that you can actually give each other items if you want to i didn't know how to do that but it, it just felt so much more alive and so much more fun um and yeah so maybe before we get into some maybe some of the things that i didn't like and kind of go into more of a, uh, a a review um the wonder seeds the wonder seeds were something that i really really liked and obviously like i said before because of the name they are very important to the game um in most levels there is yeah there is two wonder seeds i'd say some have three and three usually means that the level has a secret ending which you have to find um, and like i said there are always it's always kind of one wonder seed is hidden within the world about halfway through the level and the one always one you always get at the end of the level and the one that is hidden halfway through the world is kind of really where this game elevates itself like the game the the way that they work is that you find a wonder seed, and then for maybe i don't know two minutes the, the the level is just turned on its head and usually um you kind of you kind of yeah I'm kind of thinking I'm looking at my notes maybe we'll talk about this later sorry so yeah we'll let's bench the wonder seeds we'll get back into them later just just what you want to know all you need to know is is that they are really good but yeah before we get into that let's talk about some of the things that I didn't like and again some of these these things that I didn't like are maybe coming from someone who I didn't grow up with Mario doesn't really have nostalgia for Mario Still doesn't really get why people love Mario, even though I like this game, I'm kind of like, yeah, I, I, there's some bits that I just don't, I just don't think feel good. But I think for Mario players and people that grew up with it, it's just, that's just like, it's just Mario. You know, it's like I said before with Starfield, some people kind of criticized Bethesda for some of their gameplay um, and or lack of gameplay kind of uh, design. And it's kind of come out to be like, oh, well, this is a Bethesda game. All oh, Bethesda games are like this. It's just how it is. And there are kind of these apologizers. I'm one of them. Uh, it's just how it is. And I think maybe that's how it is for Mario. But maybe Mario is on a different level to to Bethesda. But one of the things that um, I, I didn't like was like, yeah, this, the game is kind of pushing you to explore. But then, as I said before, like, it's kind of... Um, it puts pressure on you to actually do the platforming so you might be kind of looking around and maybe again maybe it's i was playing the game incorrectly but there are levels where the kind of the the screen um, moves from left to right and gives you like it puts you in pressure to be like okay i have to keep moving i have to keep running but if you want to if you want to find the wonder seed or you want to find the coins you kind of sometimes you want to have to stop and um yeah and it's it's one of those things where it it kind of puts pressure on you and then the pressure causes mistakes and then a lot of the problem is especially with the the wonder seed is that if you die trying to get it or die whilst you're in the wonder seed level when you respawn you can't then trigger it again or at least in some levels in some other levels i think you can but it's kind of like um yeah it can be a bit annoying so basically then you know okay well i've missed i've missed it i need to like get to the end of the level reload and then redo it again and sometimes when that can happen, like four or five times that can get very annoying because you're just like ah you know i i died again because i'm not it's not exactly clear what i'm supposed to do here um and uh because of that i yeah i have to redo the level over and over so this kind of sometimes this mixture of like the game is pushing you to explore but then putting you under pressure uh whilst you're exploring kind of leads you to unnecessary deaths or to to missing something and having to reload the level um and like I said at the very start, that was very annoying for me, uh, and kind of was ru- not ruining the game, but making my gameplay way worse before I went to the online mode. And the only other thing, like apart from maybe some of the uh, so the mechanics of like um, the jumping and stuff, like I still think Mario feels very like he's very slidey, and again that's just how Mario feels. But when you play some other platformers. Um, yeah, I just don't like how we, how he we moves sometimes. Or like, like there's one example where in this level you, you can jump and pull on a lever and then you have to pull a lever really far back. And what happens is sometimes that you pull the lever back and you might be near an edge of a, a, like a, a cliff or a block and then you let go and there is this animation where he kind of lets go and falls back and then he slides. So like, if you're too close to the edge, as soon as you let go, you just fall in the edge. And just like little things like that where you're like, oh, you know, like i didn't really feel like this was my fault like it was the the mechanics and his movement that caused him to fall into the into the edge not me like running him off the edge so little things like that and also like the hit boxes where there was times where i felt like if an enemy jumped and you jumped at the enemy i i felt felt like i was above it and should have killed it but when what happened was the enemy always hit me and, and did damage to me and again Maybe this is just stuff that is like normal in 2D Mario, but for me, as like someone who is going in as kind of like a new player, stuff like this just felt a bit weird. Where I'm like, okay, I felt like I should have done the, I should have damaged the enemy, not the other way around. So those little things like that, and the other thing was like as I kind of said at the the start of the episode, like the the adverts when they first came out, you know, it showed you Mario turning into an elephant, and you're thinking, ah, the game's called Mario Wonder. So what are all of these other? Uh, transformation is going to be like it's gonna be completely crazy and unfortunately there's only really four um transformations that happen and one of them is is the fire one that we've seen in all the mario games there is the elephant which you pretty much get from the very beginning of of the um the game I think in the first level you turn into an elephant and it's kind of also a bit like there's no story or reason why he turns into an elephant. It just you just have a, a mushroom or an a, it looks like an apple actually that turns you into the elephant. And the elephant's cool like you're obviously bigger. You can press Y to use your trunk to hit things. You can also break blocks and um yeah so it's like a cool addition. It makes you kind of into this tank. Like if you run really fast you just run straight through blocks. Which is like a cool thing for exploring. Like if you find blocks and you you have the elephant um, mushroom, you can just break them and go down pipes or maybe get to a new le- level. But theres not yeah? There was no real reason why you are an elephant. Then like I said, then there is the flame one. Then there is one where Mario blows a bubble, and you can blow the bubble and then use its jump on as like a, a kind of like a hat, like a second jump, a, a double jump. Um, and then finally there is a drill one which was my least favorite where Mario has a drill on his head. It means that enemies can't jump on your head so if you go underneath an enemy and it hits you you kill them. And then you can hold down and it puts Mario like, into the ground and uh, you can kind of move from left to right. Or if you jump and hit the ceiling it'll put him in the ceiling. So that was the only four uh, kind of power-ups you got from the Mushrooms. Which, yeah, again, I think the game showing you that you were going to become an elephant maybe alluded to like, oh, you were going to change into loads of crazy stuff. Um, The game does change you into loads of crazy stuff, but it isn't done through the power-ups. It's only done through the, the, um, I mean, only. It's done through the Wonder Seeds, and there, you know, you get changed into crazy stuff. So it kind of makes up for it, but I think, yeah, the game was a little bit... uh, like kind of alluding players that this was going to be everything was going to be done via the mushrooms but they weren't really the mushrooms were just kind of like extra lives like yeah it was kind of cool to get them but most of the time i was so bad that i didn't have uh, any mushroom power-ups i was just little mario so uh yeah maybe that's why i'm kind of putting it as a thing i didn't like but then yeah those were the the very few things i didn't like now let's get on to the things that i I wrote here loved so not even like like but loved. first one we've kind of talked about it already but is the graphics the game is absolutely stunning the, the polish on the graphics, the backgrounds especially, just look like, almost look, they look like paintings, but like almost 3D as well. Um, and also the animations, like the, the polish on the animations is just stunning. Every, every part of the game has a special animation. Every enemy has a special animation. Like my favorite one is when you go into the warp pipe and you walk in, it knocks off Mario's hat, the hat tumbles and then his arm comes out, catches it and goes back in. But literally like every... Every enemy has a special animation for bumping into a block, for getting jumped on, for jumping, for waiting. Like the game is just packed full of detail. And it just makes, again, like when you compare it to the other 2D Mario games, those games just look so stale and, and, and just bland and just like low effort. And this is like the opposite. This is like, okay, what can we do? Like, what, what can we put in this game? And it doesn't go too far where you think, oh, there's too many moving components and like everything is all moving at once. It's like perfectly done and looks gorgeous and yeah just just watching Gumbas walk around is entertained in the game and then then like yeah talking about the mushrooms like the mario power up where he where you get the fat uh, the fire flower he does this awesome kind of like twirling yeah his hands go out this flame flies around him and it's just like so over the top compared to what we used to but it looks so good like every time you get a flower you're just excited to see this animation and that's also then um put in with the sounds as well because I, I mario games always have amazing sounds and this one is 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 you know it's it's also a fantastic like i would say as reviewing game sounds is always my weakest point but the sounds in the game are just yeah just just gorgeous like you i think each level has a different track then you go into the wonder wonder uh seeds and then there's also like a this kind of track that is like i guess the track of the game this wonder music and it just gets you up. It gets you excited. It gets you, okay, what's coming next? What's coming next? It's uh, the sound is done really, really well, as well as like I think the a lot of the sounds in the game are new. Like the coin collecting sound, the jump sound, even Mario's voice uh, is a new voice actor. So everything is kind of refreshed in the game, um, but still, still Mario, still comfortable. Still, you you know what it is. You know it's Mario, even though it doesn't sound exactly like how it has done for the last fifteen years. It's still the same. Um, so yeah, so that was the first thing. The second thing, which I've already got into about the overworld, is a sense of exploration, both in the uh, in the overworld and in the levels. It's just fun to look around, apart from the levels where there's a bit of pressure. Uh, but this is definitely helped by by strangers uh, by playing the online uh, online, I should say. The badges I've also talked about a little bit. Again, it kind of lets you choose w- how you want to play the game. And there is a section in World Six where there are the kind of like elite level badges for for the really expert players, and uh, to get the badges you have to complete a um, kind of like a tutorial with them, and I think there are three tutorials for each badge. Each one gets harder and harder, and those ones are for like the guys, the people that have played Mario forever because they are they are challenging. They are really really hard, um, and um, yeah, and again like I said, it lets you it lets you play around yourself with how hard you want the game to be. Like you can you can stick with some of the the badges that are maybe make uh, like assist you like for example the the parachute hat like it, it definitely is, makes the game a bit easier because you can you can slow down your descent so then you can it's easier to choose where you want to land um but then there are also badges again that, that kind of help the exploration like there's one where you send out like a vine whip uh, that attaches to a wall and then pulls you to a wall so then you can use that to kind of like jump up uh straight um kind of straight walls to see if anything's up there stuff like that so it really gives you the feeling of okay there aren't really many mushroom power-ups in the game but you have all of these badges that really let you you change around and a lot of them yeah feel very much like stuff from 3d mario like i said like you get the triple jump you get this like really quick dash you get these like spring boots that let you bounce around um so it really changes up the gameplay as well and again it's nice that it makes it, it lets more experienced players tweak how they want to play the game and and less experienced players tweak how they want to play the game uh the level design so yeah the levels are are great like they none of them really outstay their welcome they're kind of long slash short enough that you get through them you enjoy them each one is has its own unique gimmick uh with its unique uh, unique enemies and art and everything and they all fit within the world that they're in or the the kind of the overworld that they're in but yeah and it's just it's just amazing that there is so many enemies in here and like, so many levels are based around the enemy's attacks that like, yeah, I'm not sure how many levels there are in the game, but there is a lot. And each one just is is unique. It, each one teaches you something. Each one looks stunning. And each one is just a, a pleasure to explore in their own different ways. And uh, yeah, some of like my favorite ones is this one where you play, uh, which is quite early on because I don't want to spoil too much. But I think it was in one of the adverts. It's like there are these hippos that are like bouncy balls. And you have to, you can jump on them, but at one point in the level, all of the bouncy balls come together, and it's just like you, you're almost playing like uh, uh, pinball in there, and you have to kind of get over them to get to the seed. Like it's just stuff like that where it is really kind of like, yeah, it's it, it does it just makes you excited for what is going to happen in the level, and then what you what is going to happen in the wonder seed, uh, because I've written here wonder seeds is like a piece of magic in every level, because they do make you wonder what is going to happen. Like you, sometimes you get them and the seed basically plays on the gimmick of the level, but sometimes it will just completely change the level. Like it'll just be something completely different to the level that you've been playing and it just completely changes stuff up. Like there's, again, I don't want to spoil too much, but there's in that hippo level, that's when you go to the wonder seed, I think. And then all of the the balls come in and you're kind of having to jump around and platform up to get to, um, to the wonder seed at the top. There are ones where, like you, um, I don't know, like you turn into like a slime, and then you have to stick to the walls and move around almost like a maze, and then platform. And it reminds me of a game called, um, I think it's called Awesome P, like this this indie game uh, where you play as a P, and it's the same kind of thing, like you stick to stick to the walls and jump around, Um, and just things like that. There's ones where it kind of changes the the view from 2d to kind of asymmetrical so you're almost moving around in a 3d space like they're very much like almost um kind of like you know in in odyssey where you get to the 2d sections on the wall and it turns you into pixel mario it's kind of like that it's like oh what is going to happen like there in odyssey you knew what was going to happen but here it's like okay is it going to be is it going to play on the um the kind of uh the gimmick of the level or is it going to be something different and it really does make you wonder and and be excited for it and like sometimes the um it just sort of even has you like shouting out in in glee because you're just like oh my god this is so awesome or oh my god this is so like stupid and it can sometimes it can be hard you know like sometimes it it messes you up it comes it adds a new mechanic and it's hard and maybe you die but you kind of like can't wait to get back there to, to see what what it turns into and Again, it probably, they probably last the maximum, like the longest one has a timer and it, I think it's like two minutes, but you usually finish way before then obviously. But it's just like in every level, probably 30 seconds to a minute of just complete difference to the level, just complete difference to what you've experienced in Mario. And each time, each level, it just, it just eggs you on. It just wants you to, to keep playing, to keep playing, to get into the levels, get the wonder seeds, and again, like it just plays into that ex- that whole exploration of, of like, I want to find these seeds. I want to collect all the seeds because I want to experience all of these like handcrafted 10 out of 10 Nintendo de- level design in 2D Mario. Um, which, yeah, I think is the difference with this game to the other 2D, modern 2D Mario games. Is that In those games, everything was kind of the same, more or less. Like maybe they added in a new mushroom that gave you a pogo stick or something like that but the levels never change. Whereas this in, in Wonder is like the levels, each level itself on its own is unique. Plus in each level, there is a seed that changes the level and makes it even more unique. And they were just a pleasure to find. Um, speaking of the difficulty, uh, I, I heard some people online saying that this is like an easy game. Again, I, I wouldn't say it's easy because I'm not a big Mario player and, I'm, uh, and I haven't grown up with Mario, as I've said. Um, but like... It's it's kind of like I was saying before like the game doesn't hide like secrets behind how good you are like I found one of the secret worlds And uh, you just find it by exploring one of the other worlds and then when you get in there uh, Each each level in the game gives you like a difficulty star rating and in this secret world the star rating was five stars and what you had to do was you had these blocks that would appear and this happens a lot in the game, actually, is like this rhythm-based jumping. Like, I think a lot of it maybe has come from, uh, like, Super Mario Maker, where a lot of it is, like, you have to jump to the to the beat and to the time. And a lot of, the, actually, the game design and level design, I think, is very influenced by Mario Maker in this kind of, like, run and jump scenario. And I, I played the game on my Switch Lite, so in handheld mode. And this first... Sorry, this first level... Uh, beat me i just couldn't do it i was like okay i I, in handheld i I think i need to put the game on on my screen and have a pro controller because obviously running is with x and jump is with b so you you have this weird thumb movement uh and on the uh on the switch light it wasn't the easiest to do i've tried it probably 20 times and got i think maybe halfway through and uh just yeah couldn't do it like it was the timing my timing was slightly off but i thought it was cool that it my skill like the secret world wasn't, finding the secret world wasn't hidden behind my skill. The, finding the secret world was hidden behind you wanting to explore the other world, which I thought was really cool. But because these secret worlds are hard, the skill then defined how far you got into the secret world. And again, it's, it's, it's not, you don't need to do anything in them for the story. Like it's really just there for the challenge. So again, I like the kind of like the, the, the accessibility of the difficulty was um, really like put into Like, okay, these levels, they are really hard. If you want to challenge yourself, you can, but you don't have to. And I really appreciate that. Like I appreciate like they didn't put this as like the last level of the game and be like, all right, here is a spike that you have to get through to finish the game. It's like, no, here is a side thing. It isn't linked to how good you are. Uh, I like accessing it. You can just find it any time in the game, but then when you get there, then it is it is really skill based. And for those 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 uh, expert players who want to one hundred percent the game, it's there. For players like me, who it's like okay, maybe if I'm getting an itch to play Mario, I might put it on my my uh, original my OG Switch on the TV with my pro controller and try and beat them. But I really felt like okay, this is this is cool. I get it. This is really great design. Like really kind of again like almost like roguelite-y kind of. Oh, I want to get back into it and uh, i should say that as well for the game is that like when you die you load back up instantly it's like really quick uh, i'm playing i started playing dave the diver last night um and the loading screens on that game god like compared to mario and compared to other systems they're so slow and i was thinking if if mario was this slow loading like y- y- i would have given up way bef- way 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 earlier in the game well i didn't really give up the game but i would have given up if if the loadings were that's that, long so it's good that if you do fail you load back into the game really quickly um so yeah so the difficulty for me i i enjoyed it i thought it was the right level i already said the badges can help you tweak how difficult you make the game um and then there is some really hard levels at the end that if you are a really skilled player you can beat and play and if you're not you can just ignore and just enjoy the kind of the main six worlds um and yeah and the final thing is, yeah, the, the, you've got to get to the end of the game just to experience the end credits. Because, again, it's just something that is is completely wonderful. Something that you aren't expecting. Usually you expect end credits to just be like rolling text over a nice background. This is completely uh, like, and I don't know if this is something that they do in other Mario games. If they do, I hold my hands up. Sorry, I didn't know. But, yeah, there is this like, like mini game at the end where you play around as Mario and you interact with the, the, the names of the, the developers. And again, it was just something like so nice, just putting an ending on it, onto the game that is is a wonderful game. And it's just this little cherry on the top where I was like, oh God, only, like, only Nintendo could do this. Only Nintendo could gamify an end credit scene. And they did it really well. You get like this kind of flash uh, kind of like point of every single level in the game uh, or every single gimmick in the game, I should say. And it's all done in probably like two minutes or something like that. And it's just great, it's it's fantastic. So you have to play to the end of the game just to see that. So yeah, so just to summarize my review, uh, if you were like I was and thought that the 2D Mario games were a bit stale and boring, you have to try out Mario Wonder. Um, The game keeps the 2D Mario magic from the games of the 80s and 90s and adds a layer of wonder that makes every single level unique. Finding the Wonder Flower, um so sorry i said that that yeah you find a wonder flower in the levels not a wonder seed but you you are awarded a wonder seed so finding the wonder flower makes you think what is coming next and for 90 percent of the levels it's always uh, a surprise and it always delighted me with a couple even me shout out loud in joy. Uh, the game's art animation astound are stunning which is impressive considering the game is running on a system that is almost seven years old uh, if you have enjoyed the surge of quality mario ip in the last couple of years mario wonder will not disappoint Wonder is up there with the quality of Odyssey, the humor of the movie, and the sense of joy that comes with exploring a magical world like in the Nintendo theme parks. The game gets me hyped for all of the upcoming Mario remakes and shows that even though Nintendo is pumping out Mario content, it will all hopefully be top quality like this game. And it really makes me wonder what will come next for the 2D Mario series. Will we get a a Mario Wonder 2? Um, Will they completely change it up again? What is going to happen with this game uh, or with this, this franchise? Like Hopefully hope like I, personally i hope they, they do something different and have this game be like this is the game with the wonder flower the next one is a game with something else that does some other really cool mechanic maybe with a, a similar art style or maybe they change like i would love if if every game was just felt unique from like a, a mechanic standpoint and a um and a an art standpoint like i really don't want them to do a uh, new super mario wonder or new mario or whatever and have it be Kind of like a spin-off like maybe if they do one almost like they did with mario galaxy where it's like oh this is mario galaxy 2 and they they somehow improve it which i don't know if they can with this game but i'm sure through development they learned a lot of things about themselves and about this game and how they could improve it so maybe a mario wonder 2 would be cool but after that i would like them to do something different but yeah, let's see. Uh like I like I said in a summary, Mario seems to be in a really good place. I, I felt like there, there could have been after the success of the movie, there could have been like a dip in like, oh, let's just put Mario content out there and we don't care what it is, as long as it's Mario, it's fine. And it did feel like that um in that one Nintendo Direct that I think I reviewed on the chat on the on the podcast. Um where, you know, we're getting a Luigi game, we're getting Super Mario RPG, we're getting Mario Donkey Kong, we're getting a Peach game, there's more Mario Kart, there's Mario Wonder like there's all this ip and there was like a maybe a, a worry that oh, is what's the quality going to be like and i think if this is the first game of that kind of wave coming and this is where the quality is if the other games reach that then all of these games are going to be fantastic and i'm 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 excited to try them out because like i said until this game i wasn't really i didn't really get mario i didn't really get the hype um but yeah again nintendo have just been knocking it out of the park with with uh with yeah the, the odyssey the 3d mario the movie and the theme park and now this so it gets me excited for whatever's coming next so yeah guys that was episode 19 of the beat your Batlog podcast um is mario wonder on your backlog or have you already managed to knock it off that's a big question because i think mario wonder came out on the same day as spider-man 2 so it, for me there was a little bit of balance of like which one should i play i felt like mario wonder was less of an investment in time that's why i chose it but i'm I'm really glad that i did choose it because uh it was a fantastic game but yeah let me know if uh, if you've played it or if you plan to play it maybe this is your christmas game that you're, you're going to play over the christmas if you have a bit more time uh you can let me know uh if you're a spotify listener by answering the question down below in the description. And if you're listening elsewhere, let me know on social media by atting me on x slash Twitter at SwitchIndieFix or on Instagram at byb underscore podcast. And guys, remember, Beat Your Backlog is a new podcast that needs your support. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing and or following wherever you are listening and leaving us a five-star review because of course reviews help the kind of the ranking of the podcast and help new people find us. So it would be wonderful if you could leave us one. Uh, yeah thanks so much for listening i i hope to bring you a few more before the end of the year of the podcast like i said i'm playing uh, dave the diver so that will be the next one um already got some some kind of uh opinions about that game i played for about an hour last night I like the game i know from watching streamers but uh yeah that will be the next the next podcast let's see when that will be but thanks so much for listening sorry for the long pause uh, i hope you enjoyed this episode though thanks a lot bye bye